Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hello, welcome Rush Nation to the Five Yard Rush DFS show. I'm Mark Ferguson and back this week with Nick. He's here after his week of his week of prioritizing his baby over us. He's back. How rude of me. Hello, I know. I know. Got your priorities sorted, Nick. So really good to have you back. How's your last couple of weeks been? Yeah, they've been really good. Good to be back. Um, I can hear her actually crying in the background downstairs. So um, <laughs> I might have had a lucky escape for the next hour. But no, all good. Slightly more tired than I was last time I was on this. But yeah. good to be back. Well, just in case you get called out, we've got in a nice little sub sitting on the bench just below us on the screen. Sean, um, community manager of Fan Team, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's that's your title. Um, Sean's coming off a big win yesterday in the Champions League on Fanting, first yeah, and second place. Every squirrel finds a nut eventually. <laughs> as if it's not enough to win first in a contest, you go and win second as well in the same contest. Oh, it's just well, greedy, somebody isn't has it? somebody has to. Yeah, just playing greedy. Oh, no, um, I hadn't won anything for a bit, so no, it was good. I didn't even I didn't even know I was winning. I was um I was doing other bits, and then um, Nick messaged me and said, "Look at that!" And I thought, "Oh, let me look at that leaderboard." And it's very difficult then not to keep watching it, isn't it? Once you're up there, it's it's you know you just keep looking at. It. But the best best for the old ticker is don't look at it. 
Strangely, <laughs> I was exactly the same with the fumble on Sunday. I know mine was only the uh, it was only the one pound sixty eight entry, but I was up late with the baby and keeping an eye on the end of the Dallas game again with the against New England, yeah. and um, Dak threw a touchdown to CD Lamb, um, and I was like. Oh, thank god that's happened because like that's that's really propelled me up now and then the late late game um i can't recall was it denver potentially in the but whoever it was i woke up in the middle of the night and i checked and i was like oh my god i'm still first get in sadly not for as much as what you won last night sean <laughs> that's all right fan team will get it back they always do yeah. <laughs> but not this weekend because we're all going to be winners this weekend so Let's talk about this new era of five-yard Russian fan team. Um, we've got this week. We've got for you an exclusive week seven red zone contest. It's a free-to-enter contest with a three hundred pound prize pool. Um, even though it's free to play, you must be eighteen or over to play it. And basically, it's it's standard DFS for NFL using with fan team pricing. And it mimics the main red zone contest, which is on the site, which has a seven thousand euro prize pool. Um, and then there's a cheaper, a cheap entry fee, which I can't remember the prize pool for that one. Sure, do you know? It? Um, yeah, well, um, it's, yeah, it's two thousand, isn't it? Two thousand, yeah. So you've got different entry, le- different um, different buy-in levels for different um, bankrolls there. But what we're going to talk about tonight is the five-yard rush red zone contest there's going to be one of these every week now until the end of the season um, which is really great news for all our listeners and what we're going to do is you need a password to enter this contest and you're going to get that during this show okay talking of the password for the show some of the more some of the more eagle-eyed people on twitter might have noticed that even though we're going to have the grand reveal tonight of the password. Somebody, one of the three people on your screen right now posted the password out on Twitter earlier today. Yeah, that's right. It was you, Nick, wasn't it? It was me. It was me. I hold my hands up and I was accusing other people at the time, (laughs) completely oblivious to the fact that it was actually there in broad daylight, plain sight on on a tweet. What's even funnier is you asked me privately after (laughs) you did that tweet, what is the password? trying to get down to the the bottom of my own mystery as to who's given this password out and all along i was the culprit and the fact that i didn't know do you know these kind of things i do feel only happen to me the these (laughs) these acts of embarrassing stupidity but we can laugh it off it's good because any listeners or anyone watching will get the password nice and early this evening yeah that's the one advantage. So we've had some really good analysis of what happened today from our very own Murph, who I did the recorded the game show with earlier. He said, Nick's password security is right on par with Jared Goff's ball security. He's that valuable. We might have to trade him to fan team with our first round pick just to get next week's contest and password. So, so, <laughs> now, there you go. First round pick, Nick. <laughs> very, very harsh. I, I think I was likened to Granite Xhaka as well. Yeah, that was another chat. one, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. Yeah, um, for, yeah, for my absolute howler. Hey, you've got baby brain. We'll give you. We'll give you. Give That's what I'm putting it down to. Yeah, yeah the, the yeah. sleepless nights and the yeah. mind being elsewhere. <laughs> oh, great. So, I think what we're going to do tonight, between the three of us, we're going to show you how to how to how to get get into this contest on Fan Team. Show you around the site. 
show you how to build your lineup, how to construct it. And we're going to talk through each position and sort of offer some ideas of players you might be interested in and stuff. Um, be There'll be a lot of fun, especially around the wide receiver position, because we've got a lot of disagreements already about that before the show even started. So, um, so that will be good. Anything else we need to talk about, guys, do you think, before we get going here? Um, we'll also be giving away some tickets. Yeah, we will. That's a very good point. Yes. Um, so there should be a link. If you're on the YouTube, there will be a link at the bottom of this, but we'll also put this link out on the socials as well. If you're a new user to fan team and you join through the link and enter our free our free to enter contest, you'll be put into a draw to win five tickets to the seven thousand euro contest as well, which is a fantastic offer, absolutely fantastic offer. So what you need to do is you join through the link, then let us know that you've done so. Give us your fan team ID. We'll just double check, and then you'll be in the draw. And that's it. Every week, five choose five. Um, Five people will be chosen randomly. And I do believe we're doing this every week. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's going to be a great, great offer. If you're new to Fantasy, that's a fantastic offer. Cool. So, yeah. So, that's it. So, Nick, is it time for you to get back on that old Manscaped horse? You've missed me doing this, Mark. That one week of awkwardness. You have missed me. That you, you know, you read that monologue so nicely the other week. I, I do feel that it's a shame that we're not hearing it from you again this week. All I could see was Rich grinning on the screen as I was saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I will take the reins again, and just for the listeners of the show or anyone watching this, you will know that any five yard rush show is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for those all important family jewels. Um, recently launched the fourth generation trimmer, the lawnmower 4.0 all across Europe. Many, many great features that we've spoken about in the past at great length um is there a pun in the great length potentially potentially when we're talking about trimming we'll go with that but yeah lot, lots and lots of great features um the perfect kind of tool that you need to uh to protect that nether region you do not want to get any nicks down there and this is ideal for that kind of thing if you do like a clean shave uh, join over two million men worldwide who trust manscaped we have an exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 5yard and that's at manscaped.com. So when you're checking out, 5yard is your promotional code, manscaped.com, and that will get you 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sean, you sure you don't want to have a go at that? No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, it's it's just, it's a vital part of the the male male grooming stage, isn't it? You know, every every guy needs needs one. So he's crazy youngsters. That's all I can think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's um, let's get the um, let's get some screen sharing going, shall we? So hopefully now we can see the fan team page, and I'll just quickly show you for the new. For new users, how to find the um, our exclusive free roll contest. On the left-hand side, you've got these filters here. And next to the little picture of the American football, there is the word football. 
If you click on that, all your contests change to all the American football ones like tonight's showdown, the Jack Humphrey Invitational. And what you'll see down here is the exclusive five-yard rush Sunday red zone free roll. And you can see that you click on the play of zero because that's how much it costs to play it. And it's going to ask you for a password. Now, here we go. This is the bit which this is all about, but the password is a red zone, just like that. For and those of you on Twitter earlier, yeah. you would know that already. Yeah. But... For the um, for the 38 people who've already entered, you already know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So And here we're in our lineup construction screen. So your lineup consists of one quarterback, minimum of two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, and a defense special teams, which is called DST. And then you can add one more player who is either a running back, a wide receiver, or a tight end. So, and we'll talk about the different types of roster constructions as we go along and stuff and, you know, things to consider there. Um, and like all fantasy sport and other DFS, you've got a budget of 135 million for those nine players, and each player has a price. And it's as simple as you just have to fit a team under the budget. That's it. Sounds easy, doesn't it? It's, it's simple, but ridiculously hard, I think, is the way to describe DFS. That's that's the basics of how you have your roster construction. Just before we start looking at the um, actual, actual positions, I just want to show you this little box above the actual the list of the players. And just you can search for players. If you're looking for a particular player, you can search for them there. So if I type in a cup, Cooper Cup, for example, you can also filter by teams. So you can choose any team you want. And again, it shows you just the players you for that team. My favorite, which I really like to choose, is the select several, which is usually clear it and then say, oh, I just want to see everybody from the Tennessee and Kansas game submit. And there you go. I love that select several. It saves me a lot of time. Do you know Max? I've, I've, I've literally only just found this. This, this, is, <laughs> this is education to me, Mark. I've never seen select several. My eyes have, for some reason, just brushed over it every week. This is, this is the old you finding out there's an app thing all yeah. over again. <laughs> You were here for that, weren't you, Sean? Yes, I was the one who told him. He didn't know there was an app, and then he said, "Yeah, oh, when um, it'd be much better if Fan Team had an app, like saying, oh, damn, got an app.'" And then I yeah. kind of reminded him it'd be there. It's already been there for weeks. So <laughs> imagine saying something like that to someone who is a community manager at Fan Team. Like, like speaking like you know what you're talking about and then the community yeah. fan manager fan team comes in and yeah. blows your legs off with the app. As I said earlier, things like this, they only happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Select several. It was very handy. Um, then you've got this, this filter for the pricing, which you might look at a little bit later when we go towards the end. It's best just to leave it on max price most of the time. When you're down to one player, affordable is quite handy, but we'll go through that. But this box is the most important one. At the moment, it says available. So any player who has been injured earlier in the week may well not be showing as available, but they still might be a viable pick because they may well be coming back. And um, again, we might come across some of those examples as we build our team. But so any status basically shows you every single player on the slate. And I think this box is the one that confused most people when they start. Often, don't you, Sean? You see on the Discord, the fan team Discord and stuff, lots of questions from people saying, why is this player not here? Why is this player not here? 
Yeah, I, the one piece of advice I would give anyone playing is when they open this page, change it to any status straight away. Because mm. then yeah. you see you see everybody listed. Yeah. And if they are definitely out and definitively out, they usually have a red circle next to their name. Yeah. Uh, but with the NFL, because of injury reports and the way that players are sort of not injured quite quickly or, or injured quite quickly, it's not so... You really need to do your own research, I think, for that, I would suggest. Um, there's lots of reports everywhere. There's regular injury reports, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then what you'll find is Sunday mornings, Adam Schefter on Twitter pretty much tells you who's going to play and who's not. Yeah. So weird thing about him is he's doing that at the, the equivalent of three in the morning in America. Yeah, I saw, yeah. <laughs> Someone tweeted at him and says, don't you sleep, Adam? Like, yeah. yeah. You know. So that's um, that's always fun. So, yeah, so, um, so that's... Great piece of advice there from Sean. Put it to any status. And then this bit about form, I mean, I've never actually used this bit, Sean. I'm assuming it's what shows next to the points, is it? Yeah, it's the form. I think it's over the last three games, isn't it? Or yeah, something, something, of, something like yeah. that. I would leave it as form. But, um, so there you go. That's kind of your, how you, that's your sort of um, your portal to building your team, as it were. So I think we need to start picking some players, guys, don't you reckon? Mm. So where should we start? We start with the quarterback position. Where are we going to start with that? Sean, you anyone that you like at that position? Well, obviously the the most expensive guy is you always have to talk about, don't you, Mister Mahomes? But very expensive. Um, Kyler Murray, expensive as well. He's been um, a bit disappointing, Kyler Murray, hasn't he? From a fantasy point of view, don't you think? No, 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 no. You don't? No, he's he's up there with. Oh no, um, he's up. He's up there, but I was. Um, he's had weeks of like thirteen. Oh, I yeah, said, like yeah. compared to his first couple of weeks, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, they 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 hooked him off in the fourth quarter last week, didn't they? Because they were well up, mm -hmm. so he he didn't. I yeah, don't think he took the last two series. So um, I would say, if you're looking to save a tad, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Interesting. That Interesting. is exactly the man that I had on my trusty pad as well, Sean. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad so we're on do, the same wavelength. Why do you guys like Aaron Rodgers so much? Well, he's he's giving up. He's playing against the old nice easy defense there of the Redskins. Oh, Redskins! <laughs> sorry, I've said it already. Washington football team. <laughs> Didn't you do that the other day, Sean, on the pod with Jack? Called them the Redskins. Well, been, when you've been following them for like mm. twenty years plus, it's very difficult to get out of those sort of habits, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So. So, Nick, why, do you, why did you go for him? Do you know, it's exactly the same for me. I think to find him seventh on, on the list in terms of price um, below some of the others, and I get that there's been... Have we lost Mark there? Did he go? Sure, Mark, we'll... we, we, we're talking about his Washington team, isn't it? So right, I'm got... back, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> We thought you'd just gone, mate. Yeah. Just, just covering your ears whilst we were dissing the uh, the Washingtons. No, no, sorry. I, I had a bit of a um a bit of a mishap with my mouse. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, I mean, for for me, Rogers, um, I think he stacks quite nicely with. Um, I, I can see Adams being a popular player this week. Um, obviously, if you've got Adams in, the guy that's going to get him the points, it's a good stack there. Um. Washington are the worst performing defense against quarterbacks. So it does come as a bit of a shock to me that he is seventh down that list. I know that the 
the ones ahead of him uh, ahead of him for good reason, really. They're, they're the ones that have scored the most points up to this point. Um, but, you know, he's pretty consistent across the board. Aaron Rodgers, you're always getting around that sort of like that 20-point region most weeks from him. Um, and I think because of who he's playing this week, worst defence in yards and touchdowns, against quarterbacks and fantasy points for that matter. Um, he slides in nicely at 19.9. Um, I've no doubt Kyler Murray will be a popular play, as will, I think, Tom Brady, but he just saves you a bit of a bit of money there and allows you to go bigger elsewhere in your team. Can I, um, can I suggest another way to save some money here, which I know is going to be a very popular pick? Um, Joe Burrow at 17.7 million. Now, the reason for that is... Um, is that he is fantastic against the Blitz. He's got great stats against the Blitz. And Baltimore are, the, I think, like the fourth Blitziest team or something like that. I think they've, they haven't got great cornerbacks. And I think that um, I think there could be quite a lot, of, lot more points in this game than maybe a lot of other people think. So if you're looking to save him more money, I would suggest Joe Burrow as a possible option. I think I think it's a good pick, and I think if you're looking down there, I think Matt Ryan's not a bad pick at seventeen point two as well. Miami defense lauded going into the season hasn't quite been what maybe people expected it would be, and it looks like Matt Ryan's going to get um, Calvin Ridley and Russ Gage back this week as well. His last two performances have been much more what we expect from him. Um, early in the season, he he'd, he'd posted a couple of um, couple of average scores and an awful score week one against the Eagles, but they seem to have woken up a little bit the Falcons. So I think at, at seventeen point two, and again, you you've got the potential there to have um, a nice little stack that doesn't cost you premium premium prices compared to the likes of Adams and yeah. Cooper Cup and people like that. Yeah, what do you think about some cheaper options then, Sean? I was just looking right at the bottom there. Jared Goff, no? No. A, a lot of people play the revenge narrative, don't they? And also the, the coach really nearly threw him under the bus after the last game, didn't he? He told him he had yeah. to play better in his mm. press conference. So, you know, I mean, he's going to be really low-owned. And he's cheap. Yeah. He's not, he's, he's not, you know, he, he's not a favourite, but if you're looking for someone, he, he's going to want to try hard, isn't he? But he did play awful last game, didn't he? he? Missed some easy throws. There were some horrible throws. So, for saving money, my first thought was to say, who would you stack him with? For anybody who doesn't play NFL DFS, it's a and you know you guys can probably elaborate on this a bit more. Stacking is really important, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the thing is if you're going to pick someone who you know, a quarterback, for example, if Jared Goff has a really good day and throws three touchdowns, um, no or one interception, those touchdowns have got to go to either his receivers or his tight end or potentially DeAndre Swift. So I'd I'd probably be looking, if I was stacking him, maybe with a Swift or um, potentially with someone like TJ Hawkinson, um, I think the receivers there are too unpredictable in, in Detroit. I know you're shaking your head, Mark, and I know you don't like Hawkinson, and he has had some quiet weeks. I will give you that, but I just think the receivers there are just a little bit too unpredictable. You could stack a, a Calif Raymond, you could stack an Armand Ross St. Brown, but um, 
who knows? It's a shame Cephas mm. isn't there because that would have probably been um, the, the stack to do. I think he's his most reliable receiver so far this season. Yeah. Um, and the other the other player who I think was a bit of a fantasy darling at the beginning of the year was Daniel Jones. Again, a tough one to stack with, but he was he gets enough um, points on the ground himself. I think you can probably consider playing him naked if you need to save want to save the money there. Yeah. So, boys, are we going with um, are we going with Aaron Rodgers as you two both went for him straight away? We happy with that? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm happy with, with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we yeah, go I'm with Rodgers. Okay. So, as you can see, once you click on the plus next to next to the player, he turns green and he appears on your lineup. So there he is, and. Our budget has reduced, and it told you how many players you picked. Okay, so we'll move on to the next position. Running back, can we afford Derrick Henry here? That is the question. Do we want to pay that much for Derrick Henry? What do you think, Sean? The matchup looks very tasty, doesn't it? Chiefs gives up quite a lot of points and stuff, but he's he's so expensive, and we've already got Rogers. If you put him in, you're going to have to go dumpster diving at wide receiver, aren't we? He's just yeah really expensive, but the way he's going at the minute, he's he's near enough a sure thing for twenty points, isn't he? Minimum, definitely, definitely. Nick, what do you think? Are we going to? Is there any way we can get off Derek Henry? I th- I, th- I think if I wasn't going Rodgers at quarterback and I was maybe going a bit cheaper, I think he'd be probably an automatic start in my lineup this week. Um. I'd rather pay a bit less and bring someone in like a Daryl Henderson um, or potentially um, someone like Truba Hubbard, maybe. Interesting. So Daryl Henderson was um, the player I was thinking of as well. I think if you can, it is actually possible to build lineups with Henry and Henderson in it. You know, pretty viable lines, but then you have to go for those cheaper quarterbacks to start off with um but yeah so derrick henry is obviously the best play i suspect as a just a raw play on the whole slate yeah yeah. i think because of his performance over the last couple of years as well if you are wanting to get a little bit different you probably feared derrick henry because he i've no doubt he'll be projected to be quite highly owned this week again because of what he's been doing recently but i think given Henderson's been playing really quite well recently for mm. the Rams. He had a really good week against the Giants last week, which is one of the reasons actually why I like Hubbard this week. Um, because we we just ran on the Giants with such ease. They were dreadful against the run. And um, I think some of the cheaper backs below Hubbard just come with a little bit of a question mark to them this week, i.e., Either difficult matchups, or um, some of them still have injury designations, where they're mm. either limited in practice or not practicing at all. Um, that said, I've noticed that um, I've noticed Chase Edmonds still has the uh, the green and amber icon, mm. which means he is doubtful to start. And if that is the case, I would be quite tempted by James Connor. At twelve point one, as Houston and great against running backs. 
Yeah, and I think that's a game where Arizona, you'd expect to score a lot of points and potentially a blowout, and then they're just handing off at the end of the game to a James Connor. Yeah, the twelve point one, but that would be entirely dependent on Chase Evans being out, I presume. Yeah, I think I think I mean he's he's been the goal line back, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. It, when it's not Kyler Murray running it in, it seems to be James Connor gets the goal line carries. So I think he's quite safe from from that mm-hmm. perspective anyway at his price. Um, I think the same case could be made for Mike Davis as well because again, the Dolphins are pretty dreadful when it comes to running backs. The only the only thing then, I suppose, is you've got Corderell Patterson. Would you rather play him, given that he's a bit of a, a joystick, jack-of-all-trades, Swiss Army knife coming out the backfield, lining up at receiver? You know what? But he does come a little bit more expensive this week, um, whereas if, if you were, say, playing the season game at the start of that, Mike Davis was the more expensive back, so it yeah. shows what's happened there with production and, you know, things have flipped round. So, yeah, I think that's where I'd be looking as well because, again, in recent weeks, Mike Davis seems to have been getting a bit of goal line work again. Um, but, yeah, I, I do like Daryl Henderson this week. He seems like he's the clear lead back now for oh. the Rams. Um, and I think the the only thing with Detroit is they, they are a bad defence against running backs. Statistically, when you look at fantasy points, they give up. But there's a bit of an outlier stat in that, um, which is the receiving touchdowns against running backs. And they've given up six to running backs this season. Um, and I think that does make things look a little bit worse for the run defense versus the position. Um, that said, Daryl Henderson has been used out of the backfield on occasions as well. So that that's why I like his price. I think um, is Sony Michelle banged up as well as backup. I don't think he's he's. I don't think he's banged up as such. I just think he's he's not getting the carries because Henderson's being so efficient yeah. with the work he's getting. Um, there was a week where Michelle took a ball in, fumbled, and barely touched the ball for the rest of the game. So I think it's becoming a bit of a trust thing. Yeah. I think Henderson, when healthy, he's become a really trusted back and he's really efficient with his work and his yardage. He runs hard, um, pretty decent out of the backfield, good security blanket as well for Matt Stafford if he wants you know, a little dump off. He's, he's usually there opening the flat. So I do like him this week. And I don't yeah. think Sonny Michel's really a threat to his production, especially when you look at the snap count over the, the recent weeks as well. So, Sean, um, Nick makes a really good point about Chubba Hubbard against um, the Giants. Now, I was thinking that Hubbard actually might be quite low-owned for one of these top guys. What yeah, yeah, at that price. I mean, if you look at the rest of the players around his price, or a little bit cheaper. Um, yeah, I think a lot more people would play Patterson over Hubbard, I'd say. But one I like is, I like Josh Jacobs, 14.1 million. He's wow. scored over 15 points on his last two games. Hmm. He's... Yeah, nobody's talking about him at the moment, particularly. Um, Kenny I think Drake's he's... getting lots of talk, but not him. I think he's snuck under the radar a little bit because he, he, had, he carried an injury, didn't he? And... Um... I don't think he played week two, week three. He didn't play, came back week four and wasn't that productive. But then he sort of ticked over the last couple of weeks, like you said, Sean. 
Yeah, because a lot of people, when they're drafting their line, they'll look down this list and they'll look at the average points and you'll see him in single figures. And you get a lot of people who just just bypass that and play somebody else because they think, look at him, he's only getting, you know, in single figures. When he's had a couple of games off. If you look at his last two mm. games, he's averaging 15 points. So he'd be, you know, he's he's better than Williams, um, Hubbard, Mixon, you know. So, yeah, I think Josh Jacobs to save a bit of money. Mm. Okay, so it's, they played nobody... last week as well, didn't they? The, the Raiders, so yeah, there's um, there's nobody on the sort of second page that you're particularly interested in. I would suggest that if Antonio Gibson doesn't get any better, I think JD McKissick is great value at 11.2 because I don't see Gibson getting any healthier. He's got um shin splints and he started the game last week and then he had to go off, and I don't believe he's going to be any healthier this week per se. I don't think how you I don't see how you can get any healthy without a proper rest. So JD McKissick got the full role last week once he got he got everything on the ground through the air, and I think uh, um, only eleven point two he could be a great option. What about Latavius Murray? But <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I it's funny you should say that. I was just looking a little bit further down at, at Lev Bell and Devontae Devontae Freeman. Um, it's just a, it's a bit of a minefield, really, that Baltimore backfield, isn't it? There's yeah, only you... one Baltimore running back you want. That's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you know, <laughs> who is the quarterback? You're not going to get any upside, are you, on the Baltimore running backs? And yeah. this one guy takes all the work, which he isn't. So, yeah. and the other guy to consider down here, I suppose, is Devontae Booker, because Saquon Barkley, I should imagine, isn't he's not going to play, or if he is, he's going to be on a snap count, isn't he? Yeah. What about the? Um... The Gainwell fella from Philadelphia. Mm. I I've been a big fan of his his potential, but he's just not getting a run. They seem to, and they turned to Miles Sanders a lot more last week, didn't they? Yeah, well, they yeah they they were moaning in the press, weren't they? With Miles Sanders, he weren't hardly getting a carry. Mm. But he did last week, I think, didn't he? Yeah, I think it was yeah. last week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think. Um, I think if you want, if you really need, I think you really want to be trying to get your your running backs on the first page here, don't you think, guys? Yeah. So we need to make some decisions here on this. Before we do make a decision on that, mm. when we were scraping the barrel a little bit here, but on page three, Ronald Jones is 5.3. Ronald <laughs> Jones always has a game where he goes off. Um, is it coming? Is it coming? 5.3. It's like nothing. Is it worth the risk? Exactly. Yeah. It's barely even a risk because even if... Even if he has two carries for 13 mm. yards, you're probably not that disappointed when you're only spending 5.3 on him. The funds you could put elsewhere throughout your team. And he, he, he's due that week mm. where he has a break-off run of about 80 yards for a touchdown at 5.3. Could it be this week against the, the lowly Chicago Bears? It, there is definitely a path to him getting points which are make him so valuable, as in Tampa Bay just go so far ahead that they rest Leonard Fournette in the fourth quarter or even halfway through the third. And Ronald Jones comes in and puts up a load of yards and a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, That's, that's easily a path to that. Um, and if you've called it this week right, Nick, you are a genius. <laughs> if you've 
it. Um, but I, we're not putting him in, are we, in our team? For this Absolutely week? not. I no? would, I, I'm not going to put him in any of my lineups. But I think um, <laughs> if I was having a little punt, then at 5.3, I'd, I'd maybe be tempted yeah. because there's always that week where he's, he's going to go off and, and you kick yourself when you miss it. What about Giovanni Bernard? He's even cheaper. Uh, we could we we can't pick him as five yard rushers, can we? Because um, Murph doesn't like Bernard, I don't think at all, does he? I don't he's think he's his biggest fan. That's yeah. he's had two double figure scores this season, though. Mm. And yeah. I suppose you know Gronkowski potentially not playing, um, Antonio Brown potentially not playing. Is there is there is there a pathway to some passing work? for Giovanni Bernard this week, maybe. Depends how close Chicago want to keep it, isn't it? If mm. the game gets out of hand, he's not afraid he's not going to throw too much, I doubt. I feel there's more paths for Ronald Jones than him down at that price. But I don't think there's many paths at all, to be honest, either way. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got to we've got to pick a couple of players here. Well we've got a decision to make because yeah. are we going two running backs or are we going three running backs. Do we maybe start with two and maybe come back to it? Yeah, I think you start with two and I think that's a really good tip for people building their first lineups and stuff. You know, build the bare minimum. You can see which is the bare minimum by the sort of players who are who are white on the on the screen or the lineup. And then we come back to it later and see what money we've got left over and if we have to change anybody around. So I definitely think we pick two. And I'm guessing we've got to put Daryl Henderson in, haven't we? As one of them? I think Consensus. I like Henderson. You like yeah. Henderson, Mark. I think Henderson has to go in. Um, do we put Josh Jacobs in as our little wild card? I like that shout, Sean. To be honest, should we, should we put him in right now and then we'll see? Yeah, see what we got left. We could always have. We, we could always upgrade, isn't it? Later. Yep. Yes, we can. So we got the two running backs. You need a minimum of two running backs. So let's go to wide receiver. Now we're talking about stacking earlier. We're almost. Obliged to pick Devontae Adams, aren't we? Here, I think if you're going to start Aaron Rodgers, I think you have to pick Devontae Adams. Really, mm. me personally, yeah. I wouldn't start. I, I wouldn't start Rodgers without Adams because I just don't think yeah. you're maximising the points that you'd get from Green Bay. Then, yeah, and Adams is like the safest. I know he's not the top scoring wide receiver this year, but I think he's the most. I think he's the safest, most consistent. I think, yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, he's that's it, and he's he's third in targets, he's joint first in actual receptions. Mm. So, you know, again, likely to be a popular player this week, you would say. Um, but to the position, we've already said Washington not great against quarterbacks, doesn't come as a surprise that they're also not great against wide receivers. So they've given up nine touchdowns this season to wide receivers. Second worst in fantasy points. So for me, it's an automatic start. If Rodgers is in, Adams has got to be in. Sometimes I hate your stats, Nick. <laughs> I come speaking sense. I only speak sense. It is. It is a really good. It really. It, I've got. A, I'm gonna have a lot of lineups based around Green Bay doing well this weekend. So um, maybe I'll reverse jinx. Washington into actually winning a game they shouldn't <laughs> so you never know so if we do that now we're left with currently 61.5 million left and we've got five players left to pick now what you've got to bear in mind here is you can make you will make savings 
at the defensive position, DST, defense and special teams. And also you can make savings at tight end as well. So I don't think we have to go too dumpster diving quite yet. But I suspect now we've got Adams in, players like Cup and Hill, who like are like three million more than everybody else, I think they're out. I don't think we can pick either of those now. Yeah. I, I think for me they'd they'd be off they'd be off the yeah. table if I was putting an Adams in. I don't know about you, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't pick another one. I was gonna say could if you if you like Green Bay, maybe another wide receiver as well. Maybe someone like Randall Cobb and go the full stack. Yeah. So let's have a look. Cobb's he's price. Eight, seven, yeah, seven point seven. So he's a he is a Great, um, a great value play if you like the Green Bay um, to score a lot of points against Washington, which of course they're going to. He's been a little bit yeah. inconsistent. That's why his price is seven point seven. So he's yeah, one good week. Yeah, the thing you have to work out is: are you going to get enough upside by playing both wide receivers? Isn't it? Yeah, and, I uh, think I think uh, I suppose you. If you've got Adams in, you've got Rogers. If you're constructing a lineup here, if you get to the end of your lineup and you've got a couple of million left over, do you then start looking at Daryl Henderson? Is it worth flipping Daryl Henderson to an Aaron Rodgers, uh, not Aaron, an Aaron Jones? Because you're then basically getting Green Bay's number one and Green Bay's number two receivers mm. and a running back there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could I... run it back and have McLaurin, isn't it? Mm. The game stack. Yep. So that's another option, another um, strategy, which is um, which is very popular in NFL DFS and um, and it's proven to be um, profitable as well. Uh, before we pick McCrone, though, just to talk about a few of these other receivers here, um, Cooper Cup is like kind of surprised. I think a lot of people being a wide receiver one this year. Even even you, Nick, I think would would admit you wouldn't have expected that when the season started. Yeah, I think I said top 15, maybe top 12 at a push. Um, I wasn't expecting top five. Um, mm. You know, great. It doesn't come as a surprise, though, because he's he's a, he's a great wide receiver, runs mm. great routes. Um, he's got good hands. He's a good target in, in the red zone. Um, he's now got a better quarterback throwing him the ball, so it doesn't come as a surprise mm. that his, his actual performances have upticked as well. Yeah. I mean, Tyreek Hill is just—he's um, one of those players who can—he can just blow, you know, just destroy a slate. If you've got it, you need to have him, sort of player, isn't he? Because he gets fifty points and stuff. He's just one of those sorts of players. Um, he doesn't always do it though. Um, you know, he's got a fourteen pointer there, nine or five. So just bear in mind that's what you're getting with Tyreek Hill. A bit boom or bust. Yeah, I think if you wanted the consistency there from. Mm. Kansas City and you wanted a bit of exposure um, though he's not much cheaper for a million mm. less you can get Travis Kelsey. Yeah, tight end who's like um, who's like their wide receiver 1A one, one or 1B one him and Tyreek yeah. Hill. Um, so uh, DeAndre Hopkins I think has been a bit disappointing as well this year. Mm. Um, although he scored a couple of 20 points there and stuff. He's actually, I do wonder whether he's carrying an injury we didn't really know about. I do yeah. wonder that was, possibly. That was possibly part of it. I, I do seem I do remember a point last season though where he was getting a little bit frustrated that the ball wasn't coming his way. Um mm. is it just that the Arizona offense is set up in in the way that they do spread the ball a little bit more because Christian Kirk has had some 
highlight moments, yeah. as has Rondale Moore. And now you're factoring Zach Ertz into that offense this week as well. Also, yep. AJ Green. Yes, AJ yeah. Green. Yep. Forgot He's got that. more involved. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, Calvin Ridley's coming back after missing the London games. Any interest in him? You definitely, if you had interest in Matt Ryan, you must have interest in Ridley. Yeah, I think yeah. if I if I was starting Ryan, I'd probably be starting yeah. Ridley if he's good to go. And I think I, from what I read, he's back at practice, full participant as it stands. Yeah. So I think if I was stacking Ryan, I'd stack Ridley. But I'm not that interested without Ryan, in all honesty. Yeah, fair enough. So who on this first page are we interested in then, Sean? Oh, there's so many choices, isn't there? Um... There are lots of good choices here. I love Jam- um, Jamar Chase. I play him every week. He he rarely lets us down. Mm. But tough matchup this week. Tough matchup, and he's you know quite popular most weeks. So maybe we can try and get get off him a bit. I'll say um, Marquise Brown. Yeah, that's what I'm liking. Fourteen million. Um, I played Shepard last week. He didn't do much. Um, so this yeah. week's matchup for Marquise Brown is far better than it was last week against the Bengals and stuff. Um, last week was sort of a, a Mark Andrews game for Baltimore. But yeah, I think um, I think because he's coming off a down week as well of seven and a half, I think that might suppress his ownership. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, think he could so. be a, a yeah. good option. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, definitely. Um, we've always said about Marquise Brown that it's... He's got a bit of that boom or bust to him, but when he does mm. break off a big play, it, it is it's, it's usually a, a good 30, 40 yarder with a touchdown at the end of it. But he's having a pretty consistent season this year, isn't he? Yeah. The ones that interest me are the Tampa boys at five, mm. uh, 15.6, 15.4. You look at the injury report, um, obviously the latest that we've got is from Wednesday as it stands. Um, OJ Howard, Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski all didn't practice on Wednesday and all are listed as questionable for the game against Chicago. Um, I think as well with Antonio Brown, who I, I think Gronkowski and OJ Howard to a lesser extent, I think Brown does eat into targets um, of Godwin and Evans and he has an ankle sprain, I believe, uh, which can be quite quite painful and quite difficult to shrug off in the space of a week. Um, I think he actually exited the game with it, so it must have been severe enough that he couldn't play through it. And it's not always something that you you can get rid of within a week. Sometimes ankle sprains can be three to four week injuries. So I suppose it depends on the severity and how high or low it is on the ankle um, as to what what it's causing him discomfort-wise. But I like the... Tampa Bay wide receivers and I think even if there is a commanding lead there for Tampa Bay um, you know Brady the the least yards he's thrown for this year is 269 um, but you, you're looking usually minimum 300 you know and 350 yards from him in some games and in, in, in a couple of the games he's actually broken the 400 yard barrier as well so if it does become I mean, they might get off to a really good start, Tampa Bay, and, and fire off into a lead. But if that's the case, then it's probably because Tom Brady's been throwing the ball and got them to that position. So I think they're pretty, pretty good price, really, mm. at 15. I'd be tempted to actually have them both in, just so that wow. you don't miss points. Yeah. 
I don't think we can afford to put them both in this team, though, can we? Maybe not in this team. <laughs> no, but, but might generally, have them yeah. in mine. Might yeah. have them in mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think probably for this team, we're gonna we'll pick one player around this sort of price range, and then maybe look at some cheaper options for a third a third player. So um, yeah, the problem with Evans and Godwin is it's picking the right one, isn't it? Like you say, if you pick both of them, you cover it, I suppose. Um, I expect Tampa Bay just to do what they always do at home, just run up the score. Yeah, I think exactly that. And for that reason, um, if I was picking someone around that price, mm. I'd probably pivot to Chase, as we've said. Mm. So should we just put Chase in then, shall we, for the moment? Okay. And then we'll go, should we drop down to the next page and look at some cheaper players now? There's actually, I think there's actually some good options on this page. I think Devonta Smith is a good option. Jalen Waddle's a good option. I think T. Higgins is a good option. Probably not with Chase in this lineup. Um, um, Henry Ruggs is catching, you know, long balls. Um, it seems like it seems like recently for fun. There goes 18 last week. His form's pretty good in there. Um, what do you guys reckon? Do you see anything on here you think is a really good play? Yeah, I mean. I think Ruggs, Renfro, um, Kirk, Green, those sort of plays. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Christian Kirk seems quite cheap, doesn't he? Nick? Yeah, he does for for what he's been doing. I think, mm. and I know he's he's up against. Um, I suppose New England have have got that stigma, haven't they? That they've always got a, a good defense and. I know New York Jets haven't been amazing this season and Zach Wilson's got his faults, but Corey Davis at 11.8, he's he's the standout wide receiver one there. Um, and that it, it could could well be that that game ends up being a shootout between two unlikely teams that aren't really scoring a massive amount of points. So I think he's he's a, a nice cheap option there at 11.8. If you go in, well, I say cheap, if you're going for that sort of that mid-tier pricing, mm. Yeah, he's um he's had two weeks of over twenty points, so he's got the old ceiling game in him. Yeah, um, and he's always had that. He's always had in last season at Tennessee had probably his most consistent season to date. But he's always got that in his arsenal where there's a touchdown and one hundred and twenty mm. plus yards there on the table for him. Yeah, if you want some exposure to the highest um, total game, which is like highest by six points, uh, fifty six, you've got McCall Hardman for only eleven million. With um, Tyreek Hill isn't 100%, is he? I'm pretty sure he's going to play not 100% this weekend. And it's potentially that they'll that he will be on a snap count or get pulled out, pulled out of the game at some point. Nicole Hardman at 11 million seems like a pretty good sort of um, a boom or bust play, I would suggest. Yeah, I like Hardman there as well. Mm. Yes. It might be a good way to save some money. It gives you exposure to that to another, to a say, what should be a, potentially a big game. What about Robbie Anderson? He got didn't he get a touchdown last week? He's he's been very quiet. Yeah, he's been very disappointed. He caught was it three out of eleven targets or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three catches and one of them was for a touchdown. So mm. yeah. But yeah. I don't don't think Darnell can throw his sort of passes, isn't it? Because he's he's the deep threat, isn't he? So mm. Darnold seems to be dropping it underneath to, to DJ Moore a lot. Yeah, I think if you're gonna pick a um a pass catcher in Carolina is going to be DJ Moore, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's expensive. I mean, yeah, and inconsistent as well. Yeah, they haven't played very well the last couple of weeks, Carolina. So, but now they come against up against the Giants. Who Nick, you already said earlier, 
they they got destroyed last week. Mm. Absolutely dreadful. Yeah, I can't say much more. I, I mean, to go it <laughs> going at half time, we I think four minutes into the second quarter, it was three three nothing to the Giants. They went in at half time. I think twenty eight points to three down. It's that's <laughs> dreadful. It's absolutely awful. Wow. So um, I'm going to suggest because we need somebody a little bit cheaper here, we maybe look at McCall Hardman. I'm not for the time being, yeah. I will see where we can't. Once we've done the tight end and the the um, DST, we'll see where we are. Okay. So moving on to tight end. Now you already alluded to this. Travis Kelsey is almost the same price as Tyreek Hill for Kansas City because he's the the best tight end on the best offense fantasy wise. That's why he's so expensive. That's why he's four point two million pounds more than the second placed tight end Darren Waller. I don't think we can afford to play him though this week on this lineup. Unless we were going really budget with our last receiver, um, I would probably agree. Um, 15. So you'd have to go really, really budget if you yeah. want to put Kelsey in. Possibly I, too much. I quite like Kyle Pitts this week at 13, coming off his, his best week, rested yeah. off the bye. Um, Miami are just a middling team against tight ends I think part of it for me will depend on the the health of Gage and Ridley Um, I'm saying Gage Gage wasn't really that involved early in the season anyway he wasn't getting the targets he was last year Um, Ridley obviously eats targets when he comes in Uh, but it it seems that in the wide receiver crisis that they've had um, Kyle Pitts has become um, a trusted target now for Matt Ryan so I quite like him there at 13. I think his last performance will give him massive confidence. Um, it is almost like his breakout game this season. He hadn't really hit double figures only once up to that point. Yeah. he's. Um, I think the my concern with Atlanta is there's a lot of mouths to feed and it's not even been that potent an office, offense so far. So um, you've got Patterson, you know, Ridley, possibly Gage. If, you know, before the season started, Gage had a lot of hype. Uh, and then you've got, you've got Pitts and um, Hayden Hurst still there, isn't he? Yes. He yeah, he yeah. yeah, he's still he's still there. And he's actually had some good weeks and stuff as well. So there's lots of mouths to feed there. Yeah. The, actual, the, the cheaper option I really, really yeah. like. Uh, well, I said really like uh, if I was going cheap at the tight end position, um, CJ Uzoma at mm. six point two. Um, again, I think it's a game where Cincinnati are going to have to throw the ball because we know that Baltimore are a good team. Um, it could be a shootout. Uh, the only issue there is again there is mouths to feed, uh, but Baltimore and particularly a great defence against tight ends. Um, they've actually given yeah. up the fourth most yards to tight ends this season um, and four touchdowns as well, which is um, is joint second in, in the league as well against tight ends. So a joint second worst, should I say. So, yeah, if you're going budget at the position, I, I'd be looking at someone like yeah. that. There's not many options below that, is there, really? No. Um, I would suggest also not only as a play, but also a play for this team would be Ricky Seals-Jones as a as a run back. 
to the Green Bay players. He's um, Heineke. I mean, he's playing 100% of the snaps pretty much at the moment, Jones. And Heineke is literally targeting him when he's covered around the end zone. It's um, it's almost he like he's desperate to give him touchdowns and stuff. And he didn't practice. Uh, he didn't practice Wednesday, mate. What's going on? Yeah. Have you got your ear to the to the ground with the Washingtons? No, I think I think he's I think he's one of those style of players. And what you find is, um, as the season goes on, there's some players who just don't practice. Yeah. And it makes no difference at all to what happens on a Sunday. And, you know, he's one of those big-bodied fellas who's like, I just feel he's one of those. And, um, Do we have yeah. any interest in Zach Ertz? Week one, new offence? Mm, a little. But there's like, it's a lot of mouths to feed in Arizona as well, isn't there? Mm. You don't think he's going to be a, a premium target during the game? You know, he might get three, three, four catches, maybe a touchdown if you're lucky. But other ones I like are, um, I like Gazicki, um, Hunter Henry, and if Howard can't go, then Cameron Brait. I think he's only about six million for Tampa. I'd, I'd not, not noticed. I think was he injured last week, but Dallas got it at eleven. There isn't really much else there in Philadelphia now, and. No, no. It, now that Ertz has gone, any any targets that potentially would have gone that way, you'd assume would either go Devonta Smith's way or Dallas Goddard's way. I think he was on the COVID list last week and he didn't get enough time to do his two negative tests. But he's been activated this week right. from it, so he could be he could be an option. Definitely could be an option there. The other thing was when I was doing the um, game show with Murph earlier, he suggested Cole Komet because I needed a budget tight end because. Um, Tampa Bay are awful against tight ends and Chicago are just going to be throwing the ball so he's a 6.9 million as well so that's another cheap potential option but as we always say Nick no matter what format of NFL DFS we're talking about tight ends is a wasteland yeah I think if you're, really not, you're not picking Kelsey mm. Waller Andrews to an extent those, those two have had some good mm. games um, you know they're, they're still up there with Kelsey scoring Mark Andrews had had a fairly quiet start to the season, but then erupted in week five. So again, it's a bit of an yeah, outlier. It's not yeah. not a true reflection. Kelsey's the only real consistent performer at the position, you would mm. say. Yeah, and then Waller's been been Darren Waller as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you wild carded him in on your season long, Mark. I know, and I think I took him out the following week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So where are we going to go here then, boys, with this tight end? What sort of money are we going to spend on this? Maybe Goddard then. Yeah, I think 11 million on Goddard. I'd not really considered him until I looked at his mm. price then, but clear clear path, clear number two, you'd mm. say, in Philadelphia. So I think yeah. at 11 mil, it's um, certainly a cost saving, though. It's below average that we'd mm. want to spend on, on remaining players. So, yeah. So now we pick a, def- a DST and then we'll come back and pick our last player. And I think if we if we pick a fairly cheap DST, we're going for a bit of money for a, a decent amount of money for our last player. What's our philosophy with defenses here? For me, I just always pick the cheapest one I can, which is viable. I'll never lose out. I'll never try to lose out on an off an offensive player because of defense here, Sean. Um, I'd never sort of like downgrade a player to pick a better defense. No, because defense is the is the lowest scoring position out of everyone, isn't it? So and you, it's the most variable as well. Yeah, I mean, you 
you can hope you get something, but it's just, you know, it's not potluck, but it's more difficult. I mean, I know they're the most expensive, but I like Arizona. I think I've got them in most of my season teams now. Um, but I would suggest, what about Miami? 7 million, 7.2 million against Atlanta. Hmm. That's an interesting option. Or the pay, uh, what price are the Patriots? Uh, they're up at the top of yeah. 9.5. And yeah. also, if you're looking for cheap, I'd also suggest Philadelphia against Vegas, another potential one. If you're going really, really cheap, do you trust Tennessee to uh, mm. to do a do a job on Kansas City, who are reeling on the ropes at the moment, 5.5? And he's got a ridiculous amount of interceptions for Patrick Mahomes, hasn't he, recently? Mm. It's... Um... He's had more this season or is equal this season to what he had the whole of last season. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's some options down here for us to go for, basically, don't you? Like, you know, I still think the Jets against the Jets defence against Mac Jones and the Patriots, I still think, is a viable option as well. You know, he's a rookie quarterback. You know, you kind of want, you want your DST to have the opportunity to get interceptions, I think, so they can run them back for touchdowns. Yeah. What about Chicago? Five point two million against Tampa Bay. Wow, that would be a play. I suggest. <laughs> I mean, we we actually don't have any Tampa Bay players as well. Yeah, I, I mean, suppose... it's, because it's so cheap. You you have to work out how many points are you happy getting. Are you happy getting say five points for that million? That five million. And if if that was in, you'd have nineteen million to spend another player, which means you can have a top top player. Yeah, it depends who you're looking to, how much you you want to spend on the last player. Should we should we do that then? Having before we pick a DST, then now we know roughly what we got. What because we know roughly we're probably going to pick around seven maximum. Yeah. So, what I will do here is I'm going to go to the all list, and we're going to have approximately. Up to 19 million to spend, I think. And now this gives you all of our options we've got across there. So this is across all the positions. Now, obviously, we can't pick another quarterback, but we can pick another running back, wide receiver, or tight end. And there's some pretty good options. I know who I'd have my eye on, but I'm uh, interested to, to hear what mm. you think, Sean. Mm. I would have, I think I would have McLaurin for the run back. Yeah. Did you have your eye on Nick? I'd have completed the Green Bay stack. I'd have gone with Aaron Jones there. So you're both stacking, but in different ways here. That's interesting, isn't it? So if you go, if you go for it, so basically what it comes down to is Aaron Jones plus Chicago or McLaurin plus, and if I change this to affordable, plus one of these. McLaurin plus one of these. Yeah. I don't think there's much in it mm. with Jones or McLaurin. I think, generally speaking, I think you have more upside if you've got four wide receivers, wouldn't you say, Sean? Yeah, I, I went through a lot of the lineups and I saw before I'd always try and go three running backs, but you see a lot of the time the winning teams are your four running, um, four wide receivers because the upside of your wide receiver is higher than the upside of your running backs unless mm. you're a, a Derrick Henry. So let's so because of that, we'll go McLaurin. I know we've got to pick our defense quickly. And again, we've probably spent way more time on this than you should at home um, because it's defense. Um, so should we just spend up and get for the go get the Raiders? 
Oh, the Raiders got the Eagles. Yeah, we haven't got any Philadelphia players. Oh no, we got Goddard, so we don't want to play the Raiders. I'd I'd be I'd probably go Giants, maybe. with what we've got left. I'd probably go the Dolphins. I think you mentioned it, Sean. The Dolphins. There's there's yeah. got to be a week where the Dolphins defense yeah. kickstarts. It's it's got too many names on it, and Atlanta are always capable of of that. Um, that that week where they just have an absolute shocker, and Matt Ryan is is constantly unstrapping his chin strap, walking off the field. So, yeah, well, um, I I'd, I'd go yeah. Miami. Yeah, fine. So I think we've done it. So we've completed our lineup. We've got Rogers as a quarterback, Henderson and Jacobs running back, Adams, Chase, Hardman and McLaurin at wide receiver, and Goddard at tight end. I think there's plenty of upside in that lineup. Once you've picked your lineup, you see we've still got 1.2 million remaining. We've picked our nine of nine players. You just click on enter tournament for free. And if you're signed in already, it will, it will, you know, you'll enter the tournament. And if you're like us, you'll be asked to sign in because we're not signed in at the moment. And that's it. You've created your your lineup on our exclusive um, free roll for this week. I think it's worth pointing out as well, Mark, that mm. with fan team contests, if you're new to them, you don't have to finish first. Um, players like Sean may well do that, um, but you don't have to finish first to get a share of the pot. This no. competition will pay out down to 10th. So yeah. the lower down you finish, 10th, 9th and 8th, I'll pay out £10. Seventh and sixth is fifteen. Fifth is twenty-five. Fourth is thirty, and then we've got thirty-five for third, fifty for second, and a hundred for first. So you've got a share of the money potentially there. If you win that money, it, it's giving you a little bit of a prize pool then to to go and enter some more mm. red zone contests because you can obviously enter the the other paid contests beside this, and you can enter the same lineup in as well, can't you? Yeah, yeah the pop-up great. box will come once you submit the yeah. team. So, yeah. Can I also say, if you look on the screen, the top right-hand corner, you've got three little white dots on your lineup page. Um, yeah. But if you press the white dots and you, let's just say you enter, you, you're trying to enter, but there's only a few minutes left. If you press the white dots and you can, you can, at the top, it says, ask the coach. So if you click ask the coach, you can then select what teams you want to, one a favor, oh, yeah. okay. so, click, so click whatever, and then on the right, it'll say ask the coach, and then he'll pick you a team. Wow, well, this is news. This is new to me. Do you have to I fill see. all of them in, Sean? Huh? Do you have to fill all of them in? Or no, I've just picked the top four Baltimore, Green Bay, Miami, and England, New England, and it's give me Mahomes, Henry, Williams, Connor, DJ Moore, Renfro, Davis. Um, who else is it? It's not a bad team, yeah. Um, Hunter Henry and um, the Rams defense, mm. and, then uh, it, and then you can just put um, use this team, or you can put yeah. regenerate team, and it'll give you another one and another one. This is if you're you know short for time. Yeah, what a great idea! Fantastic. Yeah. So I suppose it's it's a good tool as well, just to if you did have certain games that you were trying to stack or gather yeah. players from, using yeah. that is a, I suppose it's a good comparison tool to see how near or how far you might be away from the coach. And the other thing to remember is you can enter this your, your team now, enter ASAP to get into the contest, and you can edit it. You've got unlimited amount of end, um, edits and transfers, whatever you want to call them until the 6pm deadline on Sunday evening. So you get your entries in now. And the other thing we haven't mentioned yet is 
you can enter two lineups to this free roll as well, which is great because as we all know, NFL is a really high variance sport, and it's actually it's actually um, the number of times that we've all you know Nick and Sean and me will all have suffered from this. You, an injury in the first quarter or even the first drive can sort of scupper a team, can't it? And that's heartbreaking when that happens. Yeah, I had a hundred percent Jarvis Landry a few weeks back, and out he goes early. <laughs> He's back again tonight. Um, yeah, I know. so um, um, so you can enter two entries into this contest, which is great. So it gives you a little bit of experience with um, mass multi entry, which is called MME in the DFS world, and. Um, and if you, you like those lineups, you can enter them into the other contests as well, or available on Fancy, because this is mimicking the other red zone contests. It is. Worth a reminder that the password to enter the contest is red zone. I know we've had a question on the uh, on the feed there. The password is red zone. Um, we won't be putting this out on socials like I did earlier, uh, <laughs> but we will advertise that if you want to know that password, you've got to listen to the show or the pod when that goes live, which should be either tomorrow or Saturday. And um, just to remind you about the great competitioners as well as able to enter this contest for free, if you're new to Fantime and you join through, the, through our link, which will be on this video and also we'll be posting it on socials, um, if you join through that, you're going to the draw to win. There's five tickets each week to the, in this, in this case, the 7,000 euro contest. Um, so some really nice money there. And um, we're giving away five free entries to that each week for our new users. So, yeah, I mean, so many great options. This um, We're going to be doing lots of stuff like this, aren't we, for the rest of the season, Sean? Oh, yeah, yeah, every week. And um, we're going to be doing this free roll for a few weeks, aren't we? So yeah. it isn't a one-time deal. You know, we're going to give away tickets every week. So, you know, if you haven't played before, come and play. It's free to play. It gives yourself a, a tryout of a chance to win some money. And if you like it, I'm sure you will, because as most of us play DFS, I mean, it's the, you know, it's, it's the great feeling when you're winning. And, you know, it's great fun, isn't it? Watching the games, watching your score go up and down and, you know. Or your, your ranking go up and down. Well, most well, you, in our case, yeah. <laughs> you two know what it feels like watching when you're winning recently. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that's been great, guys. It's like, um, I think obviously we're going to, um, we're going to win with that team between us. <laughs> we, share, we share the winnings. Like, <laughs> we've got to enter it now. One of us yeah. has to enter that. I team. was going to say, if we all we all put it in, we'll all come first, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, what will end up happening is we'll, we'll start off with it, and then we'll, then each one of us will have our own little tweaks to make and stuff, you know, you know. So uh, yeah, Ricky Seals Jones is going in for me, and uh, <laughs> that's a bit of a homer pick. So thank you very much for joining us this week, Sean. Anyway, it's been really great having you here, that's and cool. Um, cool. and good luck. Hope your your current run continues for you. Um, your heater, as you say, you're just warming yeah. up. No, yeah, I'm trying to warm up for the big tournaments over the Christmas period isn't it but yeah the thing you have to realize in when you play DFS is you have swings that you know some some days you'll be all right other days you'll come nowhere and you'll look at yourself and think well I'm doing something wrong but as they all say in the community is just trust your process trust you know you every most people watch the game so go with your gut don't don't go with what other people say just because someone says oh this is a good play go with what you feel yeah, and people 
people don't quite realise how variant the sport is, how very how much you know, how much variance there is generally in the scoring and stuff. Yeah, I mean NFL is the one of the most highest variants along with baseball, isn't it? They're the two most variant sports. I mean, football's is you know, is you can generally pick, you know, if Liverpool score, you can generally tell where the goals are coming from, can't you? But in, in an NFL, you know, there's five wide receivers, tight end, two running backs. Any of them could get the touchdown, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Last well, uh, last I was just going to say last week when I came top of the um the the late the Sunday fumble contest, one of the wide receivers I put in my lineup was Donovan Donovan Peoples Jones. Um, now most people would have gone Odell Beckham there, um, mm. or even Kareem Hunt, um, something like that. Like you said, Sean, go with your gut if if you've got a feeling that the attention might be elsewhere and you've got someone that has high upside for a week, then. That's the beauty of DFS that you can play those risque players um, and still potentially get get a, a good outcome or a good result from them. Yeah, because I think Peoples Jones was like one or two percent owned, wasn't he? Mm, very low. I think he's probably one of the reasons why he, I got over the line. To be honest, mm, yeah. yeah. So um, I that's um that's um some great points you made there, and also the Peoples Jones thing stings because I had him at the beginning of the season. I was big on him and stuff. <laughs> Anyway, um, we'll see how he does tonight with a new quarterback. So, um, any last words before we go, Nick? Have you got, has Pitsy sent you a sign-off this week? He's not. No, he's let me down this week. Um, he seems to think I'm still on paternity leave. Um, but no, anyone that's listening back to the pod as opposed to watching it live, um, Sean obviously came on in the off-season on the strategy pods. Um, but if you want to follow Sean, um, he is on Twitter at S-M-O-D-F-S is what you would likely know him as. Um, if you see the fan team leaderboards, he's usually up there in the cash. <laughs> he's not, he's trying to be modest face. now. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to be modest now. Like... No, no, I, know. I know you have to take the ups with the downs, isn't it? You know, you, mm-hmm. don't get too high and don't get too low. Get, get too low. It, and yep. just treat it as fun. As we say, Mark, only gamble what you can afford to lose. It is still gambling at the end of the day. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, Yeah. indeed. So thank you guys for doing this. Um, We're going to continue this sort of format, I think, going forwards now whilst we're doing these great offers, um, contests with um, Fan Team. And, um, yeah, we'll um, hopefully see you at the top of um, our contest's um, leaderboard. Yes. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. See you next week. a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.